Hello and welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about movies and games and all good nerdy things that we love. I'm Michael and on the other side of the microphone is my co-host Damien. Hello. Hello Damien. Yes. How are we this week? Very good. We're going to talk about E3 today. It was a big E3. In fact, that'll take up the majority of the show. A I'd huge, say, yeah. Lots to talk about. Show. Yeah, yeah. There lot, lots of good in that show. And a few disappointments, but mostly good. I thought it was a pretty good E3. Mm. Um, but before we get any into any of that, Damien, uh, I have two movies to talk about, because this is a primarily a movie show, although it hasn't been recently. Uh, but that's fine. Last night, I saw Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4? What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, uh, well, I saw it in Lux, actually. Ooh. This was Because uh, it was kind of like uh, a big deal. I mean, I've, I've liked all the Toy Story films. The, the, I think the first three are all kind of AA plus films. So, going in the fourth one, I had pretty high... Well, no, I had... Um, my expectation was that it could only be worse than the first three. That was pretty much how I went into it. But, right, yeah. Yeah, but these Pixar films are usually pretty good. But no, I saw it last night and uh, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was... It is... It's a really, really good movie. I enjoyed... Probably one of the better films I've seen this year. I would say, though, and it's unfair to compare it to three of the best animated films of all time in the first three, but I would say it's probably the weakest of the Toy Story films to date. Having said that, though, I mean, I only saw it last night, but... You know, that sounds bad, but it's not that hard to do because those other films are so fantastic. Yeah, they are. Um, But, yeah, having said that... I've only it's only been last night since I saw it, but the, the more I think about it, the more I the more I do like it. It is a bit. I think we were talking about uh, a couple of shows ago. We were talking about how all three, or particularly two and three in the Toy Story series, kind of followed the same the same formula, whereby Woody um, gets captured or, or goes to a new area where toys are living a different way of life, other than having a sole child that owns them and um, begins to like it and uh, and it's and it's sort of being run by someone who first appears to be good. I think it was Funzo in 3 and Funzo. it was Stinky Pete in 2. Yeah. Is that right? Um, but then, you know, sort of turns on them in the end. And uh, this followed, a, a, look, to be honest, a similar sort of formula, but it, there were some twists in it. Okay. And it was more of a personal story for Woody in particular. Right. It was actually, not to give anything away here, but I was actually surprised with how many of the main characters throughout the Toy Story series kind of didn't have anything to do in this film. Um, even Buzz doesn't really have a lot in, really? to do in this film. He's in it, but he, it's really not about him at all. He's really playing a, a, much, a very much reduced role. Okay, and um, we really focus a lot more on some of the new characters who are all really good, as well as Bo Peep. Who okay, she's not a new character, but they completely amp her up and give her a personality. Okay, in this one, so uh, I kind of consider her a new character of sorts. So, yeah, and even the 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 bad, the, you know, the villain in this film has a um, a, a twist that makes her quite a bit different from the others. Okay. So, yeah, look, I, I like the film. I'm not really going to give anything away, but, yeah, I'd say if you like the first three Toy Story films, this one's not going to disappoint you. It, it is a good movie. Um, it deserves to be right up there with them, but I would probably say if I had to compare, this is probably the weakest of them. And But, you know, I'm sure they'll make another one, but I'm okay with it. If they keep making great films, then who cares if they keep going? Yeah. I mean, obviously <laughs> going back to get more money... I don't think there's any doubt about that. But if the films are great, who cares? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, Toy Story 4, I definitely recommend it. Okay. What would you say your, like, 
of the Toy Story films, what would be your order? How would you list them? I don't know. I you know. Look, probably the first. I'd probably rank them in order of the, how how they came out. I'd okay. probably go f- one, two, three. And, but it's not that they got worse as they went. Like I, the first three are really hard to set. Okay, probably I'd have the first two almost um, on par with each other. It's really yeah, hard to separate. I think those I would two. agree with that. Three is a really good film. I'd say it's just a just a step below. It's not quite as good as the first two. Um, but you know, you ask me on a different day, I'll probably tell you something different. So I don't know. It's very hard. Right, fair enough. Very hard to um, to rate them, to yeah. rank them. It's a very strong series. One of the strongest series in, in terms of film series to make it to four. It's right up there with some of the strongest. Yeah, I mean, I think like they're all. I mean, the first two I think are 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Third one's like 97. I'm sure this one will be right up there too. So uh, this one's currently at 98. Um, the other one was at 98 as well. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, really high. I mean, Pixar generally have pretty favorable reviews. I have some theories um, <laughs> when it comes to kids' films and Rotten Tomato scores. Are people think, are a bit kinder uh, on them. Uh, I think you're less likely to get a really bad review for a kids' film than you are with other sorts of films, with uh, more adult films. That I think adult films tend to be tend to be a, a bit more polarizing. Um, kids' films generally deal with lighter subjects and I think you just think need for kids them, to review kids films yeah maybe you do it's kind of the thing where it's like they're not necessarily made for the reviewer in that sense but like they still review well because it's like it's like hard to explain but like, yeah 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 you're right um so yeah, that's my theory. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with that, but um, I've always sort of felt that way when it comes to. I mean, people I, I always people will always scores. add the qualifier to those. Like, oh, you know, for a kids' film, it was pretty good. Where it's like, yeah, and you don't have to be a kid to enjoy any of the Toy Story films. No, no I mean, exactly. I'm not a kid. I was when the first two came out, but uh, I'm not a kid, and I really enjoyed last night's film. But yeah, I just think in general, when it comes to, I'm not. I think when it comes to a net to negative reviews, you know the sort of things that lead. Because remember, Rotten Tomatoes. Just because a film has ninety percent doesn't mean that everybody thinks it's great. It could just yeah. be that it didn't receive any. I feel like a lot of people don't reviews. understand that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that generally, with with kids, that, films that are more geared towards kids, you generally are less likely to see. If it's a good movie, you're less likely to see um, the same sort of polarization that you see with more adult films. Yeah. But, you know, that's just the way I see it anyway. Um, the other film that I saw, which came out a little while ago, actually, but I saw it last weekend, was Godzilla. Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Was it always called Godzilla 2? I thought it was initially I Godzilla. I thought, it was, I thought it was just King of the Monsters. Is it Godzilla 2? It, now, it was always called Godzilla, King of the Monsters, but I th- I'm pretty sure that it had a title change to Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Oh, well, I... I might be wrong about that, but I'm fairly sure when... Because we, we did that comic... Con show last year, which mm. is where they revealed the theatrical trailer, and I definitely do not remember there being a two. Yeah, there. I don't remember a two either. Yeah, well, now it's Godzilla. It doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, okay. So I initially I was really excited when we did our preview of the year show. Yeah. Um, I was initially really excited for this film. It was right up there as one of my most anticipated. And you're a big Godzilla fan. I am a big Godzilla fan, but. The movie came out to pretty ordinary reviews. And look, I don't just believe whatever the critics tell me, but generally when everyone's saying that the movie's not very good, usually, you know, it's kind of like where there's smoke, there's fire sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it's probably not going to be that good, but I still always plan to see it. 
but I initially had these plans of seeing it in IMAX and everything, and I didn't do that in the end. I thought it was probably not worth it. So, yeah, I just saw it in a regular cinema. And, uh, oh, look, the film's okay. It, it's kind of funny, like, the, the initial Godzilla, um, the 2014 one, mm. I thought... It, that that film had a lot of flaws. Like uh, the human characters were a little boring, and the monster, the the god, the scenes with Godzilla fighting the other monsters again. Like there probably weren't enough of those. And uh, again, they, they actually no, they were great when they were on, but they, they just weren't. An, there wasn't enough of that. This film is kind of uh, fixes the problems of the first film and also kind of adds to them in other ways. <laughs> okay, so. One thing that's great about Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters, is that it's fixed the um, problem of the uh, lack of monster fights because there are so many monster fights in this film. Like, and, and we've got Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, and like, there's actually 17 in total. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Including um, the the Muto ones from the first film as well. There's one of those that's oh, there. Okay. There are so many. Now, you barely see most of them. Um, the ones we focus on are Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and, um, and, uh, and Ghidorah. Rodan okay. to a lesser extent. So we really focus on the real on popular those ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's really a battle between Godzilla and 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 King Ghidorah, which is fantastic because that's the that's the old Godzilla rivalry. Like yeah. King Ghidorah was always seen as his his main rival, or Monster Zero, which they even refer to him as Monster Zero at the start of the film. So um, every time the big monsters are on screen, it's just amazing. Like they really capture just the size and like it's how, a real spectacle. Just, oh, they're just they're spectacular. I was about to say spectacular. Um, they uh, yeah, just the fight scenes between all the monsters are great, and I loved it. I could have watched that for hours. I really really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, though, whilst it improves on the first film in the content and the quality of the monster fights. The other problem that I mentioned for the first film, the characters, the boring characters, that they've just gone the complete opposite direction. <laughs> the, now, the characters in the first Godzilla were boring, not terrible. The characters in this one are shocking. Like, the a lot of the decisions they make are just so difficult to justify. You, you, you really have to turn your brain right off when they release king Ghidorah for reasons that don't make any sense <laughs> and um and and like just so many charles charles dances in the film um tywin lannister if you don't know who that is um he uh he has nothing to do in this film like <laughs> okay. nothing at all and they kind of give him a little bit of a backstory and you think oh okay he's gonna be a big player and nothing you kind of forget that he's he's in the after credit scene but i was like oh crap i forgot about that guy completely like that's <laughs> wow. what it's like Okay. And um, and they every time there's a, a dialogue scene, it just serves as an exposition dump, like to, total exposition dump every single time. All right. So there's always monsters battling, there's always drama, and it always cuts to the humans for some more exposition dump. And they're going for a weird kind of broken family thing between I forget the actors' names, but there's a mother, a father, and a child, right? And the um and the daughter, the child, she's um got a bit of a touchy relationship with both of her parents and they split up a long time ago and but it's so boring and it never goes anywhere and I didn't care about any of it I, I can't even remember the details of it that's how much it didn't matter so yeah uh, look it's not the most important thing well I mean look it's a funny thing with the Godzilla films I mean you're there to see Godzilla fight all these other monsters and we got that in spades but on the other hand 
no movie's good if you don't have good characters, you know, right. with, with strong storylines. And this just didn't have any of that. So it really felt like junk food. You know what I mean? Like a junk food sort of movie. Yeah. Like, there was all this awesome stuff in it, but it wasn't very good. Like it just it wasn't <laughs> in the end it was it was kind of uh you you were left feeling I don't know, like sort of only half satisfied. Like okay, like that wasn't a waste of time, but you're going to be hungry again in 20 minutes. Yeah, kind of that's right. It, it wasn't really like I. I think, you know, if like it's almost like they fix that bit of the film. Like if the next Godzilla comes out, keep all that all that monster stuff. That was great. Just please fix those human characters. They don't have to be great. Just just make them all right. Like a lot of the Japanese Godzillas, the old ones, are really well known for being um, real political satires like they yeah. really make fun of a lot of the issues they uh, that the politicians have in japan and, oh, yeah. and just in general um and they're really good with that sort of stuff but this is just nothing like this is just total exposition and it really needs to be better than that and they had a long time to make this film it's not like those marvel films where like you know two or three come out every year or even when there's one that comes out you know like a captain america film comes out and you know that they're already working on the next one yeah this was like they had five years has it really one. been five years? Well, 2014, the other one. Wow. Was in. Okay. So, yeah. You know, they had a long time, and just it's amazing how bad the characters are in it. So, I would, I can't really recommend it. I, I would only say that if, well, I don't know. I'm sort of on the fence, I guess, with recommending it. If you like, if you really want to see big monsters battle it out, this is your film. Like it's got it, but you're not going to get much else. So. Um, I was going to say wait for Blu-ray, but I think it, you know seeing the big monsters on a big screen with a big sound system in a theatre is probably the best way to watch it. Uh, I was going to ask is the, the next question, like, is it if you're going to see it, is it a theatre film? Uh, look, I'd say only if you're a only if you're really into Godzilla and giant monsters. Okay, I, that that's the only that's the only sort of people I would recommend this film to. Anybody else, don't go near it. Mm. I you know I probably will watch it again, but I won't watch the whole film. I'll just watch the parts with the God, with Godzilla fighting. I'd probably just skip past it. <laughs> yeah. So that'll all be on YouTube. So I probably will just watch that. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So Godzilla, King of the Monsters, everyone. Hmm. More like the King of Not Very Good. Oh, that was scathing. Yeah, I know. Well done. He'll never come back from that one. All right. Okay. Uh, no more movie talk unless you've got any films that you've seen recently uh, no nothing I really want to talk about uh, Endgame's being re-released with like six minutes more footage I heard about this yeah yeah. so <laughs> maybe a new after credit scene or something but I guess I don't I, know I don't think I could be bothered going back for six more minutes on top of a three hour film yeah I really like that film Endgame maybe the best film I've seen this year it's certainly up there but it's pretty long and it's not, it doesn't have as much rewatchability for me yeah. as. Um, so, like Infinity War. Yeah, and I don't, I wouldn't even necessarily say that Infinity Wars is a better film, but it's, this one doesn't yeah. have With as Infinity much War, you can turn on any part of the film and just keep watching from there. Mm. And it's like, great. But like, the pacing's obviously a lot different in Endgame, so you can't do that. Yeah. But so then, yeah, I don't know if I'd bother watching a re release of a film, which isn't even out of theaters yet. No. So. <laughs> it's unusual that they they've kinda, done this. Kind of yeah. double dipping a bit there, but yeah. I guess they really want to beat Avatar. I guess, have they not beaten Avatar yet? No, not yet. How did Avatar do as well as it did? In hindsight, this is just insane that, that many, so many people saw Avatar. It was just less options back then. I don't, it, just, it, it was, was, re- it was marketed ago. a lot. This was only like 2009 that came out too. 
I thought it was 2008. That doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, th- so, I don't know, 10 years ago, were there just, was there just not as much going on? I, there was a lot of marketing. James Cameron, I guess. I don't know. It was all the I new technology like, and everything. I feel like if Avatar came out now, it just would do okay. Yeah. I don't Although, know. it is weird to think, though, <laughs> that, you know, Avatar came out new IP and everything, 2009. And it's, you know, the highest grossing film of all time, not accounting for inflation, because then I think it's still gone with the wind. But then, you know, same year, that's when the Marvel Cinematic Universe is starting up. And then 10 years later, they're like, their big film to like bring it all together doesn't make as much money. As Avatar. Yeah. It's weird to think about. I mean, they probably will overtake it eventually, even without the re-release. We're still getting an Avatar 2, aren't we? I think so. I think they have like Avatar 2, 3, 4 planned. That's insane. Oh, look, my only I can only guess that some like like the new technology that probably yeah like there was probably Avatar a reason a for it. There's probably something similar in the works for Avatar two. Yeah, that's I can only think of that because that story James was Cameron so, loves loves to push the envelope with all the new tech. He does. So I can only guess that that something like that. But yeah. I'm like that. I don't know, do you care about the Avatar universe? I not don't. really. Maybe I'm not sure what they're doing with it. I don't know if it's like a direct sequel or an anthology thing or whatever. I still find it really weird that... Anyway, okay, all right. So let's talk about E3, Damien. Okay. All right, because you, you came over to my place and we watched the Microsoft conference together. Yeah, and, and then Bethesda. Uh, and Bethesda. And then the next day was uh, Square Enix and Ubisoft. Yeah, and not then, Nintendo. <laughs> not Nintendo. We, yeah, we got that scheduling wrong. Um, but Nintendo was on the last day. So, okay, I, I thought about maybe talking about this in order of presentations, as in we'll talk about what was what we saw from Microsoft first. Okay. Um, now, I'm not going to talk about everything. This would be like a five-hour podcast if we talked about every game, but I want to touch on, um, at least say a few words, at least, about m- most of the stuff that we saw. Okay. Okay? I'm fair with that. All right, so first of all, Gears of War 5. Yes. Uh, not super keen on Gears of War 5, if I'm honest. Not really a big Gears of War fan. Uh, um, it looked interesting. There's that new game mode. But other than that, I don't have much to say about it. Because I don't think I've ever actually finished a Gears of War game. No. Um, I think... I, I like the first two Gears of Wars. Actually, Gears of War 2, I really liked it. It was a game that I actually played on the hardest mode and tried to finish it again. But that was years ago, and I haven't really played any of them since. So, yeah, I, I don't know. There was a cinematic trailer with the, I don't know her name, the main character, and, and there were those faces coming out yeah. of the, you know, if you've seen the ad, you know what. I, you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. Looks real weird kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those sort of deep cinematic because yeah you just, it doesn't tell you nothing. much about i don't want that mate does not encourage me to buy it or play it at all so i don't know um the the new mode they had um what was it you plant a bomb and then you have to run out of a, yeah kind of thing I, like that looked interesting enough but yeah, it looked okay well, we don't know anything about the campaign do we not really i don't no. think so it I just kind of looks like more of the same yeah i mean yeah i mean i'm not really kept up to date with gears of war but I'm sure it still has its fans. Like I'm fairly sure it's one of the more popular games on the Xbox One. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I um, don't have much more to say about that. I probably won't get it, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, if you're a Gears fan, more of the same. So, I guess you like that at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Next one. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You know? I actually thought this looked kind of cool. I don't think I'll get it. it. It's basically, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of an adventure mode Dragon Ball Z game. Where I, it looks like you only play as Goku, which is kind of different from most of the Dragon Ball Z games, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the graphics look really good. Uh, just sort of uh, enhanced. The, the the fighting style, like the, the game engine, the way you fight is kind of similar to the Budokai games, it looked like. Yeah. With the kind of the over-the-shoulder camera. Yeah. Um, so it that's kind of cool. All right. I don't know if I'd get it, because Dragon Ball Z games are pretty hit or miss, and a lot more of them are miss, really. There's so much similarity between a lot of them as yeah. well. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, the Budokai games, then Raging Blast, and uh, what was that one you had that we... I, there's just so many of them, I, yeah. I don't... They're all kind of the same to me, and I, I. The only one that really stands out as being an actual properly good gun, good one was um, the Dragon Ball Fighters. Like yeah, that was that from, was, and isn't that what we all want? Just like a like a two D fighter. Yeah, and that was really great. Yeah, uh, I, I love that game. But then that's the thing that was like the best one in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it's amazing that more haven't tried for that. But look, um, in terms, if if you want to make like a an you know RPG adventure type game of Dragon Ball Z then you know I say that's great but I don't know we'll, we'll see how it goes I watched some of the gameplay footage and it just looked a little flat to me like I've kind of seen all this before but hopefully it's alright yeah. it there's probably like a new Dragon Ball Z game every year though oh, yeah I'd like, say so and it's been going on for a while like it's pretty impressive but also just kind of like well people are buying them I guess I guess yeah I mean you think about it like that show was made to have video games oh, made yeah. of it like I mean that, it, it, they fit in so well but I don't think apart from fighters I don't think there's really been any great Dragon Ball Z games yeah not really yeah, I mean the old Budokai games are good to go. Why not really go back and play? But they were good at the time. But they were good at the time. I love being able to, particularly if you're a fan. Um, I can't imagine playing those games if you're not a fan of Dragon Ball. But uh, playing as a fan and being able to play as Freezer and go through every one of his forms, like yeah. that's cool. Like I like that. So, yeah. But I, I do like the idea of possibly a more contained Dragon Ball Z game where. Uh, Goku is just well. You just play as Goku and develop through the story. They uh, so far all they've really shown is the Saiyan saga. Yeah. Um. And oh, and and the Freezer saga. And I saw a, a quick interview with the director of the game. And he was they're asking him about um where, whether or not there are other sagas in Dragon Ball Z, and he declined to answer. So that just sort of indicates that there are. So um yeah. Yeah, I imagine it'll probably play through the rest. Oh, and you can fly around on the Nimbus. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of, it. Doesn't do anything, but that's kind of that's neat. right. They <laughs> asked him whether, like, now what's the benefit of flying on Nimbus? And he just gave this really long winded answer that didn't answer the question at all. So I'm saying there's probably no. Um, it's to help you feel like Goku. Help you feel like Goku, even though yeah. he stops using it after a while. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. Hmm. so that's that. Now uh, Minecraft. Minecraft Dungeons. You probably have more to say about this than I do. I played Minecraft uh, on and off. I don't mind Minecraft. I never played through the story mode, though. I think you did. Um, oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Like the defeated the what is it? The Ender Dragon or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I did. All that. I played a lot of my. I probably played it the most actually when it was still in beta, back in like two thousand ten and eleven. Those were like my peak Minecraft days, but um, this looks kind of fun. It's just like a like a dungeon crawling kind of thing, 
I think with some roguelike elements. So that could be kind of fun if you're into those kind of things. Um, but yeah, it's not really my thing, but I'll probably check it out actually. Okay. Yeah, I probably will give that a miss. Now, uh, this is a big one. Halo Infinite or Halo 6. Can you call it Halo 6 or is it Halo Infinite? Well, I don't see a 6 on the title. I guess not, but I think they're trying Halo to, I, 6, everybody knows what you're talking about. I think they're trying to forget about Halo 5. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Probably, we, probably best for all of us. Yeah, we didn't see any Halo gameplay, 5. though. No, I was really disappointed by that. I yeah. thought we'd see a fair bit, but I guess they're really going to wait. Well, we didn't know, although we really should have just assumed that it's going to be released with the new Xbox, Project Scarlet. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be on the one. Like, no. Yeah, so that's... so. That'll force everyone to buy the new Xbox, including yeah. me. Hmm. <laughs> I'll get that. Um, it's going to be on PC as well, isn't yeah. it? So you'll probably get it on PC. No, probably, you? yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, that trailer, what we did see with that guy opening up the Master Sheet, that is in-game footage. Like, that's what the game looks like. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It definitely shows off how powerful the new technology coming in is because it ran, it seemed to run brilliantly yeah the lighting was fantastic graphics is just getting so good it's, it, it is going to get to a point where you just can't tell the difference yeah um but at the same time graphics are okay but i don't know if this is it seems like it's actually just me but graphics are not never really my top priority in a game no uh, because the no. thing is i wanted to see gameplay that's yeah so like, right that's the main thing i wanted to see was i can understand why they're kind of holding off and holding off on that because they really want Xbox, the new Xbox to sell. I imagine they want a big incentive. Yeah, I imagine if when they do the big reveal of what Project Scarlet is, everything. I imagine they'll probably show it off with infinite gameplay. Yeah, and that'll be our first like real glimpse into it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That'll that'll get. I mean, just I was not. I was kind of on the fence about getting another Xbox, getting the new one, um, particularly since Xbox One hasn't really been very good I don't think like most of the best games on it are on PlayStation as well PlayStation 4 has had all the best exclusives so uh, but but the idea that it's launching with a new Halo game and if that Halo game is really good and it probably will be it's going to be hard to knock that back and that's the thing Phil Spencer he was like I wanted this to be the you know the console seller like the original Halo was yeah well it will be yeah God, they really lucked out with Halo on the first one, didn't they? Yeah, they like that absolutely gave it a yeah. They did well with that. Okay, so uh, I don't have too much more to say about Halo. Do you? No, because there wasn't that much to no, really talk about. That much, it yeah. looked like what we saw looked pretty cool. Cyberpunk 2077. Now, this is the big one that everyone's talking about. Yes, I'm. Actually, I'm kind of sick of it now. <laughs> I'm not. I. I I'm surprised actually how little of it we saw, considering that we've already had like that 40 minute gameplay demo. Like, yeah, we saw, I thought we'd we see something very little more of that, considering it's coming out in next year. Next year, like it, it's actually a little while off, but yeah, we didn't actually get any gameplay. It was just the cinematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of funny, but it just looks it looks like it's going to be so it do, really bloody does. good. Like Would it you looks, say it's breathtaking. Breathtaking, yeah, yeah. Um, that was great. That whole Keanu Reeves thing. I think maybe been a little bit overhyped on the internet. I don't know. It, if it was yeah, that I'm, great, but I'm. That's why I'm like kind of sick of Cyberpunk. I'm sick of Keanu now. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of all of that too. <laughs> Jesus, he did well. Yeah, didn't he? Like, I think more. I really think more people are going to roll in to watch John Wick three after all of that. Probably, yeah. He did I only did himself favors with all of that that appearance? 
So that would have been awesome being there. And also, yeah. it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, okay. yeah. It, it was cool. It, it was, was very a, cool. It was a very cool surprise. I mean, everybody likes Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I feel like people... Lo- now he's got... He's hit, like, some sort of godlike yeah. status. So, yeah. Yeah. But it, like, let's see. It was so, like... You know, there's, like, the system reboot, and then he's just there, and you're like, oh, that's Keanu Reeves. And then he walks out on stage, you go, that's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. No, he was, he was great. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to Cyberpunk. That's probably... I mean, on... I'm, have you been on I, IGDB? It's basically IMDB yeah. for games. I've okay. had a look around there. Not a lot, but... I love that site. And, uh... Um... Because I, I love making lists and stuff, and it's just made for people like me. So, um... But uh, the number one anticipated on that is Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. by a mile too. So, um, and it will be until it comes out, I'm sure. But everyone, everyone is looking forward to that game. And so, just imagine it comes out and it's just bad. Oh, I don't <laughs> think it will be. I don't think it will be. Is, what's the name of the developer? CD Project Red. Yeah, and they made The Witcher, so yeah. they've already proven themselves a good developer. It's it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the footage of the 40-something minutes of gameplay, please do. I'll attach it to this video, and I realise I said I, I said that with The Simpsons, the why do we have no Simpsons games anymore, and something else. And, and the got to fix it fast. No, it was the... Uh, no, I attached that. It was the um, F-Zero, why we don't have F-Zero oh, anymore. <laughs> I'll attach all of those to this video, uh, okay. to, this, to this podcast, okay? okay. So... Yeah, hopefully. I, I'm talking about it like people are like demanding it. Yeah, like, no, no, no. where is the list? Where is the, the list? Where you want it? <laughs> like, if you wanted it that badly, you could just look it up. Um, but nobody's doing that. So yeah, I can't wait for Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's I'm probably my most anticipated game. And I don't even really like big open world games. I find I feel a bit overwhelmed by them. And like you know, I have a life. I don't have time to look through all of those things. But yeah. bloody hell, that just looks so amazing. I can't pass it up. Like that's going to be one of those games where like okay, I'm just going to put everything, every other game and movie and everything else that I like geek world wise on hold until I'm done with Cyberpunk. Yeah, and it which, looks like there's going to be a lot too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, look, if the game ends up being anything like that 40-minute thing that we saw two E3s ago or last year... Yeah. Um, so, I don't think it even was an E3. It was just... They just put it out there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like that, then I it is going to be amazing. It's going to be one of the all-time great games. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of talking it up a lot now, but um, I don't want to Halo 2 it where... I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I kind of talked up Halo 2 into infinity. And by the time it came out, I've never done that again. That that kind of that's when I that was my first taste of like, oh okay, I guess like it it didn't change my life. Like <laughs> like games can't really change your whole life. Like that's not really a thing. So yeah, it's not going to be like that. But I, it looks gonna it's gonna be amazing. Anyway, I don't have any more to say about it. Do you? Uh, no. Just, I'm really looking forward to it. I have been for a while. As am I. Okay, uh, now, this is an interesting one. Um, the Now, you might need to help me with the name of the entire, uh, if the, of the entire title, but Star Wars Fallen Order? Jedi something? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, all right. So, this is an E3. Um, E3. Well, it was an E3. This is an EA game. Um, EA, probably the most hated studio out there, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not right now. I'm not sure. I think at the moment it's Epic. What do what Epic make? Uh, they make Fortnite. That's the big thing. And then they also own the Unreal Engine and the Epic Store. 
and they keep buying exclusives to have on the Epic Store, and people are very mad about that. Oh, okay, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so it's funny with this Star Wars game. I think EA have got a bit of a reputation. I haven't really followed EA too much because they don't make too much that I'm interested in, but they, I think they've got a bit of a reputation for cancelling Star Wars games and yeah, cancelling and shutting down studios. And Yeah, there was a while back there because they bought up a bunch of studios and then they just ended up shutting them all down. Yeah. It was kind of sad because... That was like, I want to say around 2007 to 8. They were like really like trying a bunch of different things. You know, like they made Mirror's Edge and Dead Space and all those kind of games. All came out around then. Oh, Dead Space is an EA game, is it? Yeah. Well, published by EA. Okay. Because, you know, they bought up all those developers. And then like they just didn't, well, they they, they really tried to get as much money as they could out of Dead Space by the end. But then, you know, then they couldn't and they shut them all down and... It's pretty tragic, but yeah. So now they always kind of play it safe with their games. It's like FIFA, Madden, Battlefield, Simpsons, Tap Tap, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the ultimate in playing it safe. If you watch that video, which I'm going to attach, <laughs> um, Simpsons Tap Tap ruined Simpsons games. Yeah, Not that so there were many good ones, and they also yeah. have a reputation to put like a lot of microtransactions and whatnot in their game. Loot boxes, yeah. And that's... now they've done this really wanky thing <laughs> oh, yeah. where they don't call them loot boxes anymore. They're surprise mechanics, <laughs> yeah. Surprise mechanics, which are exactly the same thing, yeah. That's uh, but they're I... completely ethical. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Jim Sterling? Uh yeah, yeah. It's Jim Sterling, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was ugh. Yeah, they're they're awful. They're a slimy company. <laughs> they really I guess. Are. Look, I get, when you get to the top of any big organization, there's a lot of slime up there, but yeah. they're particularly slimy. So yeah, but anyway, back to this Star Wars game. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. I just like I'm really excited for it. I'm definitely going to yeah. get it, and I I'm surprised because I don't even like Star <laughs> Wars, and you do, and yeah. you don't care for it. I didn't care too much about. it. I was like, that looks alright. I might pick it up, but I, then I found out, which was not really shown at E3, is that it's Apparently, it has a bit more of a kind of um, Metroid inspiration to it, in that you know, you can you start somewhere and then you can just kind of go to any of these planets, and then you'll go there. You'll get like a new power, and then you'll come back or whatever. Okay. And then you can use that in other planets to do that. So it has that kind of mechanic to it, which sounds a lot more interesting to me. And they, they didn't show any of that. It looked I, very linear. In yeah, what exactly. I saw. But apparently, the like kind of larger aspect of it isn't very linear. Although, to be fair, it was only, like, a 10-minute gameplay trailer. Yeah. So, of course, it would look pretty linear. But, like, I'm just surprised they didn't talk about any of this. Because I only found out about it because um, some games journalist was tweeting about it. How he's like, I don't know why they didn't show this. Because this stuff looks a lot more interesting to most people, anyway, than just, like, a linear kind of action sequence. There was a little bit of that at the C3. Um, particularly with, and we'll get to it in a bit, but with Avengers, where the, there was just a lot of stuff that... They just didn't show, and it's like, why? I yeah, don't, I don't understand. So, yeah, um, I'm I, from what I saw, I thought the visuals looked great. I know it's kind of the standard now, but I'm still wowed by today's yeah. visuals. And uh, yeah, it, it looked cool. Like the main character looked a little generic, but I don't know. I, I mean, Star care. Wars protagonists in video games always are. Yeah, I, I thought it looked it looked fun. Like, yeah. hey, if you want to play a Star Wars game, you want to be a Jedi and wield a lightsaber, and this looks like the game. I mm. it looked cool to me, and. There was a lot of people were complaining that like there was too much like climbing and jumping and platforming. I like that stuff, so mm. I I'm looking forward to this game. I never I would never normally have even considered playing or buying a Star Wars game, but this one kind of I don't know something about it really appealed to me. So mm. I could I could equally see it being really ordinary and being buggy and having problems, but 
at the moment, it's on my list of games to play before okay. the end of the year. I guess this is the E3 of you being surprised. I guess. Yeah. Cyberpunk and now this. Well, I wasn't surprised. Well, Keanu Reeves surprised me, but the rest of Cyberpunk... Uh, Surprising in what, like, you wanted, uh, what you thought you would like to play. Because you were saying, like, you know, you don't really like those big open world games. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got me there. But I already did want Cyberpunk before E3. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you have any more to say about that? Uh, No. I just hope it's good. All right. Well, this one was a surprise. Um, Blair Witch. Yes. Now, when we were watching this live... Um, or, you know, we watched a recording of it. When we were watching it together, we were thinking, oh, okay, new Outlast. Yeah, like, okay. It just looked cool. like Outlast. Like, okay, he's got the obviously camera. a horror game. Yeah. He's got a camera recording. And then all of a sudden, he was filming someone standing in a corner looking like, you know, with his back to you, like just facing the like corner. Like in that like last a scene of Blair Witch. And I thought, well, and I thought, geez, that's a bit of a ripoff of Blair Witch, isn't it? Like, yeah. that's really blatantly a Blair Witch ripoff. Like, that's a little lazy and kind of, kind of, um, I don't know. Yeah, to put in your trailer. Like, yeah, maybe it's an Easter trailer. egg, sure. And all of a sudden, it's like, it zooms out, and there's this Blair Witch symbol, and Blair Witch, okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, you kind of made it look like an Outlast trailer by doing the whole camcorder yeah. thing. But I guess camcorders were in Blair Witch, so... Yeah, they, they kind of wrote the book on it, so... They did, yeah, okay. Well, you know, this is one I could really see going either way, and we haven't really seen enough of it. But uh, you know, Blair Witch is cool. I like the first film. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, apparently, I saw the second one. That is shocking. <laughs> Have you seen the second Blair no, Witch? That's not even found footage film, is it? No, it it doesn't. I remember seeing that when I was about fifteen or something. And I remember watching it being like, this doesn't make any sense. I cannot follow this plot at all. I have no idea what's going on. And then I didn't really think about it for a long time. And I kind of, just through the internet, um, you know, people are always digging up old movies and series. And that is notorious for just not making any sense. It, it's. I don't really remember the film, but is all over the place. I okay. can't make it. It's sort of, it's, it's done in the style of um, the characters are being interviewed and they're recalling what happened. Okay. But it's just jumbled all over the place. And I can't I can't make any... It, you can't make heads or tails of it. All right, then. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Um, so, but yeah, this... Like, a good Blair Witch game could be really scary and fun. Yeah. And I... Hopefully it's good. But I don't have too much to say about it because we don't know much about it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder... Yeah, we didn't see much gameplay. We'll wonder how... If, maybe it will play, like, Outlast a bit in that sense and how you use the camcorder. I guess apparently it's coming out very soon. I don't um, know. Can you can we do a quick look up of the release yeah, date? Sure. They're all on IGDB. Um, I will preach that website of the to anybody. Two thousand nineteen. Oh wow! Very so, close. Yeah, that's about two months away. I can't believe they didn't show more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. That might be a bad sign. Might be a bad sign. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll push it back. I don't know. All right. Another game they didn't show much of, but looks really good is uh, Twelve Minutes. Oh yeah, that yeah. was. Um, there was, a, there was that another game like that where it's a similar kind of thing. Like an overhead view? Oh, no, like a Groundhog Day thing. Oh, what was the other one? Um, oh, was that the Bethesda one? Is when they try, two people trying to like kill each other or whatever? No, we'll get to Bethesda in yeah, a second. Yeah, I know. Um, but, um, the 12 minutes is the... Because you could... It was very quickly shown. Um, it's an overhead view and it looks like, yeah, you're repeating the same day or the same hour or something like that. Same um, 12 minutes? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Honey, I should have picked up on that. Well, actually, um, I assume it's more than that because it did seem like there was more than just 12 minutes. Well, I don't know. It looked like at one point it showed like the day. I don't know. Yeah, but that looks really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just watch the trailer for it, 12 minutes. and uh, You should looks... attach that, the trailer. 
Uh, no, I'm not going to. Oh, look, <laughs> I'm not going to attach everything that happened at E3. People can look that up, but yeah, I will attach those other videos I mentioned. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I really liked the look of that game. It looks like a more of an indie kind of game. I don't know who's making yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It looked interesting though. It did, and there was a lot of the kind of indie looking stuff at the Microsoft conference. They had a really good range. Um, we'll get to that in a bit, but. Yeah, uh, so I don't have too much more to say about it. That looks pretty good. Um, you probably have more to say about this, the new Lego Star Wars. Oh, yeah. What's the, it actually the, titled? The Skywalker Saga. Yeah, saga. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's, um, I guess it's just all of like the main Star Wars Lego games in one thing. Well, actually, Damien... Is it um, not? I'm a little read up on this. Okay. Um, it's actually a completely brand new game. So it's not just all of them put together. Like, Ooh. they're all completely redone from the ground up. Okay. So there's still Lego Star Wars games, but there'll be literally all of the Skywalker... So nine episodes, is it? Yeah. And um, you'll be able to play through all of those, but it'll be a completely new game. Okay. And uh, there'll even be a little open world bit to it so like what you'll do is you'll be able to fly to like another planet and move around and stuff like that and depending on what episodes you pick will will depend on what you see in the open world so for example like if you're picking episode um i don't know three or or four you can go to where's luke skywalker from what's that planet tatooine tatooine yeah you can go there and his parents are still there and everything like that that's nice but if you go past via episode um uh, I don't know the ones that come after it. So like five, what? Well, yeah, okay, five. <laughs> I was trying to think of the name Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back yeah, yeah. Um, if you go back there, then they're not there and things have changed. And you know, similar. Okay, that so, sounds really neat. I don't know why they didn't show that. Yeah, because <laughs> when's that coming out? Uh, that says twenty twenty. Oh, okay, all right. Maybe they haven't fixed all that yet. But I heard on a podcast, the an IGN one, they were talking about how. Um, they got to play that, and it looked really, really cool. So, yeah, well, I'm a big fan of those old Lego Star Wars games. So, hopefully, this lives up to those. Yeah, hopefully, I played. Uh, I just remember you had them, and sometimes you'd come over and we played a bit. And yeah. I, those Lego games, I, they're kind of fun when you're playing with other people. But I never really, I could never really get into them on their yeah. own. I didn't really like any of the other ones. Like yeah. it was only the Star Wars ones. Actually, like, I didn't like Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or Batman. I never remember, cared for those ones. I had the Harry Potter ones, which was oh, yeah, the Harry had, Potter ones. Had year one, years one to four. I thought I would love that, but I just didn't. I'm just mm. not a fan of the whole Lego thing. So yeah, not for me. But I don't know if that's me. Now, um, next on our list, there was uh, the Elden Ring. So that's the George R. R. Martin. From Software. From Software thing. So, From Software made... Um, um, the Dark Souls, Dark Demon Souls. Souls, and... Oh, what was their last game called? The Ninja one. They're the all Samurai notoriously one. difficult games, yes, aren't they? Yes, with yeah. very like particular controls and everything in grand fantasy settings. Yeah. So, I guess... Well, this is just another thing to distract George R. R. Martin from finishing off a song of Ice and Fire. I guess so. so yeah, yeah. Did we actually... We didn't see any gameplay... No. I think we only just saw the title. We just said... Oh, there's like a story kind of... There were a bunch of hands holding up yeah, a severed right. arm. And that, that's really all we saw. So we don't know much about that at all. So, yeah, I don't have much to say about that. Um, but, you know, 
We'll see. Hope it's good. Yeah. I don't know if I'll really get the... I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Soul games. I've only really played three, and that was, it was pretty hard, though. Yeah? Yeah. But it was fun, but we'll see. Yeah, I haven't played it. I feel like it would... So. Oh, and Bloodborne, that's the other one. Oh, you should get that on PS4. Bloodborne. Yeah. People will love that game. Gosh, you ask, you ask someone who's it. played Bloodborne, they'll be like, oh, I love Bloodborne. They say that every time. All right. Yeah. No, I'll have to put that. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. We'll discuss after okay. the show. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, now, okay, so that about does it for the ones that stood out to me for the Microsoft conference. I think overall it was a really good conference. Oh, the, the other thing, sorry, I should mention this as well. I don't have much to say about it, but the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yeah. The the $1 deal, deal. which is on for this month. I yeah. Think. Um, probably worth... Checking, checking out, out at the yeah. very least. Did you check it out? I didn't. I haven't yet. Um, okay. I think it's kind of... It feels to me... I might be wrong about this, but it feels to me like Xbox are kind of conceding that, hey, yeah, we probably are the weaker of the two in, in terms of them and PlayStation, but we've definitely come off second best this generation. So let's just release this awesome deal we might even lose a little bit of money on it but we'll get a whole pe- bunch of people checking us out and maybe even getting yeah. on board particularly when, when we're making all these announcements of a mix of like really good big titles and indie titles like 12 minutes and those sorts of things um and sort of gearing everybody up and getting them ready for the next generation so yeah. uh that's kind of what i thought they were doing there but i mean i don't really know but yeah, because it is an I unbelievable think, deal, this Game yeah. Pass. I think they really are trying to just kind of really, instead of trying to dominate the hardware console space, they really just want to get the software side of things. Well, like, Isn't if, that the king of all, like the software? I mean, yeah. who, I mean, hardware is great, but I mean, the Switch has got easily the worst hardware in terms of power. I mean, like, yeah. you can move it around. And, the thing, and they're trying to get onto the Switch in one way or another. I mean, Microsoft has been you know, the king of software since... You know, the personal computer came around with Windows. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to do a similar thing with uh, console space now. Do you think they're finally starting to, after all these years, do you think they're finally starting to understand what gamers really want? Maybe. Like, after all that connect and motion control yeah. rubbish, like, you think they're finally getting it? I think, I mean, these past few E3s, they've just been game after game after game. Well, this one was just almost yeah. entirely the games. It only stopped for Game Pass and for Scarlet, pretty and, much. And they didn't even overdo it with the Scarlet stuff. They no. just mentioned, oh, it's really, really fast and all this technical mumbo-jumbo that I didn't get, you might have. Um, but, yeah, I and that's it. It wasn't overwhelming. So, yeah, yeah I, I liked it. It yeah. was a really good conference. I thought it was... I don't want to jump ahead too much, but I thought it was the best conference of the ones we saw. I'd probably say the same thing, too. I mean, it had... Um, yeah, it had a lot of stuff. It had The Outer Worlds, which was I'm looking forward to. It had Psychonauts 2. It had, like, it had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, like, it did. So. And, like, you know, I think I mentioned to you where it's, like, I was pretty excited about not being excited about a lot of the stuff there. Yeah. Because there's just such variety now. There is, yeah. And, like, a few years ago, like, maybe five, six years ago, it felt like everything was kind of samey. A lot of franchises, a lot of military shooters. But now it really does feel like there's just... So much more out there. Like, you know, any kind of game you want, you can probably get now. I thought Microsoft were painfully boring last E3. Um, so, yeah. yeah. There's a one, real step up. Massive step up. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, so, next we move on to Bethesda. So, uh, the main takeaways I had from here, there were a few games here that I just didn't care for at all. So, I have a lot less to talk about here, but... Um, I would say the main ones for me were Wolfenstein, Young yep. Blood, 
Um, I I really like. I'm not a long time Wolfenstein fan. I I don't think I've barely played any of the really old ones. But um, I starting from New Order. Is that what the one? Yeah, New Order. New Order and the Wolfenstein to New Colossus. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and I love both of those games. Both really good. Um, yeah, they've got a really good silly story that is yeah. just the right kind of silly, and like it's got a lot of characters that are. Like good characters that you like without ever going without ever getting too deep, I think they, yeah. they all kind of work. So I've I've really enjoyed um the this new Wolfenstein approach. It's been really cool. It's uh yeah, it's very silly over the top, super violent. It's um you know, they're really great. I'm looking forward to Young Play and it's coming out this year. It's coming out next month. Uh is it September? Is it? Or this on oh, the thing I'm reading it says next month. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Well, this is saying 26th, 7th. Wait, are we in the 6th or the 7th now? We're in the 6th. Yeah, so then, yeah, it's be next Gosh, month. that is very soon. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll be getting that for sure. And um, then... Now, this one's... It, 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 we play as Blaskovich's daughters? Daughters, yeah, and you can do a co-op thing. Okay. Now, I'm not really going to play a co-op. Yeah, I don't think I will. And from what I've heard, the co-op isn't that great. Okay, well, my only little real concern is that it won't work so well if you're not playing co-op it just seemed to me just from the trailers and everything that it was kind of meant for co-op but i might yeah. be wrong about that. i hope it's not i hope that it's well designed for single play because the other ones were yeah so oh the other yeah. ones massively. i mean i have no reason really to doubt them that they'll make a great game again yeah i agree um so. and look i don't i don't know if i used the word love before but i don't love these games I just I like them they're, yeah. they're good fun good solid fun I think yeah. I said that the first time I spoke to you about Wolfenstein it's like a really good 7 out of 10 like yeah. just I had fun but it doesn't you know it's not gonna it's not gonna break you know it's not gonna change your life like Halo 2 well no <laughs> um, so yeah you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that the other one is uh, Doom Eternal I, yeah. now I played the 2016 Doom and whilst I didn't love it I, I did think it was fun and i thought well if they made another one of these i'd probably get it but it wouldn't be at the top of my priority list um yeah. i think you liked it a lot more than i did oh i didn't actually like it that much honestly i thought i would like it a lot more i just thought it was pretty all right okay like it was it, like it was good you know the soundtrack was great all that but it didn't you know blow me the way i think it did for some people but yeah. I, d- I definitely enjoyed my time with it it's the ultimate mindless shooter yeah. like um it is really mindless and there's, it's pretty much just kill, 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 kill yeah. everything. You're, you're super... And they really do lean into that pretty well. Yeah. With, like, the Doom guy, it's like, there's, like, a serious story happening around him, and he just doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, do. carefully remove the canister, he just punches it. That's know? right. So, if it, it knows what it is, and it knows what its fans want, and yeah. if you're one of those fans, then you probably would love it. So, I guess I can understand why people love it so much. Um, it's funny, both of these Bethesda games, Wolfenstein, Doom, I don't love either of them. I, they're both just good, yeah. and they're just a good time, and you know what you're going to get, and it, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I definitely and- prefer Wolfenstein out of the two, but yeah, Doom Eternal, I'll probably get it, um, and yeah, it's just fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Like you, yeah, it's a, like you know you're going to have a good time with them. Yeah. Uh, other than that, there wasn't much else at Bethesda. Well, look, there, I don't have much to say about this, but uh, Ghostwire right. Tokyo. Yeah. Um, everybody loved the the, the presenter. Host. Yeah, she yeah. was really funny. Yeah, she was really spooky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. cool. She's really excited to talk about um, the game. 
I assume she's studio head or a lead designer or something like that. No, she, I don't know what her role she was. She was very excited to be there. And you could tell. Yeah. And like that's pretty infectious. But yeah, it looked pretty interesting. It I did. might I might check it out. It doesn't have a release date yet though. Yeah, well we don't know much about it. I'm yeah. not i I'm assuming it's twenty twenty. Um yeah. so yeah. We'll see. It it looked I don't have much to say about it. It just yeah. looked kind of interesting. Like, oh yeah. I'll keep an eye on that sort yeah. of thing. And it's that's the thing though. Those are like the three real things that were worth talking about from that conference, I would say. Mm. And you know what? Bethesda didn't develop any of those. I think they should just stick to publishing from now on. I think a lot of people really were very annoyed at Bethesda this year, weren't they? Yeah, especially after the... Well, the thing is, because there's the two games people really wanted to see more of, which was the next Elder Scrolls. Yep. And um, Starfield. Oh, Star, yeah, whatever it was called. And we didn't get any of those. No. We got more Fallout 76 that no one really cares about. And then Elder Scrolls, Scrolls Blades, which also no one really cares about. And more some Elder Scrolls Online stuff, which some people care about. I really don't like that Todd Howard. Yeah. Guy. He just looks like a... You know, I said slimy before with E3. This guy would be right up there. He'd be getting a little slime bath and sliming himself up. He's a slimy boy. And he goes and tells you sweet little lies. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't they release Fallout 76 knowing that it was broken? Kind of. I mean, there was a lawsuit <laughs> over it, apparently. Yeah, that's and then, really And then nasty. I remember after E3, they were like, you can, you know, for the next week, anyone can play for free. So I downloaded it. I played for about an hour. And then I was like, eh. I never played it again. And they keep trying to get everyone excited about their mobile games. I mean, yeah. Oh, they're doing Commander Keen Android game or whatever. It's like, all right. Yeah. I if, you, if you want to, I guess you own that IP, so you might as well use it. But. Yeah. Okay. Actually, can I just, one thing going back to Microsoft. Uh, sure. The Battletoads announcement. Oh, yeah. I am so not, like, I mean, maybe it's just not my generation. Well, it's not. But Battletoads, I just, it looks terrible to me. That I think the initial one had kind of a cult following. Apparently, it's really, really difficult. I think the animation in this new Battle Toads looks awful. Yeah, I didn't, that's just me. But yeah, yeah, I didn't care for it. I mean, I think Battle Toads. It's like just kind of like a meme, really. Yeah, I thought it was more of a meme. I didn't think people took it seriously. It was yeah. kind of like when oh, this is a little different. But when they announced a new Bubsy at last year's E three, <laughs> like really, who wants that? Yeah, I don't know. Bubsy just. Died I think a people long time did ago. want a new Battletoads, but I think mostly because of the meme. Yeah. So I don't know if people really wanted it, but you know, maybe it'll be fun. I, I probably wouldn't get it though. I'm not going to get it. Like, even if people say it's good, I'm not going to get it. Okay. What if they no, paid you a thousand dollars to get it? Uh, I'll probably get it then. Okay. But I, I don't foresee that happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty unlikely to happen. All right. Moving on. Uh, Square Enix. Square Enix. Now, the first thing I wanted to mention, I don't know much about this, but. Outriders. This is a film. There was only a cinematic trailer for it. You probably have to look it up to even remember what I'm talking about. Um, people dressed in black walking into like a really war-torn city and there's fire everywhere. And the only reason I'm kind of intrigued by it is that it does have a connection to the Marvel Universe. Um, yes. The Outrider characters apparently in the films, they, I don't think there's any ma- massive mention of this, but apparently they swore their allegiance to Thanos and everything. So, yeah, but now there's a game being made about them. So, just thought I'd mention it, but I really have nothing to say because they didn't really show us much. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Square Enix... There wasn't much there I was really looking for in that. Yeah. There's and so much like... Um, Final Fantasy. 
Final Fantasy, all this Japanese stuff, and I just have I don't know anything about it, and I've got no interest in it really. So, yeah, yeah I I don't have too much to say about Square Enix. Um, can't go without mentioning the Avengers game, which I can't believe how little we know about it after E3. Yeah, um, I mean, we saw some, we saw like a, a it said it was rendered in game, so it's, we'll call it not gameplay, but it was something. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Um, they all look weird. I guess that it's going to take a little bit of time to adjust to these new versions of the characters yeah. that aren't the ones from the films. But I don't know. Thor looked really old. He looked like a really <laughs> bad, like custom-made World of Warcraft character. <laughs> um, Captain America looked okay. Tony Stark eh, and the Hulk. Well, it's pretty hard yeah. to not make the Hulk look like the Hulk. But there was something I really think ordinary is, about it's it. It's like. They're really like leaning into a lot of like the movie kind of costume designs, yeah. Which you know you could say, oh, well, they're from the comics, but like the, each comic series and the movies have their own unique take on the costumes, obviously. Mm. But then, like they really kind of lean into those Captain ones. America in particular, yeah. And yeah. then, and also though, they it's the same like Avengers from the first Avengers film, yeah. And like, Black Widow, I forgot about her. Yeah, why is she there? And yeah. it's like they're real. It's like that's why it just it seems so off. Like you could pick. There's a bunch of different Avengers you could go with. Any combination. When you go for the movie ones, and it's like, all right. And then it just feels weird looking at them because we're yeah. so used to the movie ones, but it's not the movie ones. Well, look, the Spider-Man game that came out on PS4, that's Peter Parker, but it's an older Peter Parker. It's nothing yeah. like... and they the really Tom make Holland it their Peter own Parker. thing. Yeah, and that worked. This one, um, well, I haven't played the game, but it just... it I already smell problems. Yeah. Like, I... There's something about it that looks really ordinary. I don't like the idea of the Avengers having some weird stage show. Like, they did... It, what was going on there? It like, was, it was the first part of the trailer. A-Day or whatever. Avengers Day. Yeah. The Avengers, everyone. They're all like, yeah. And they're all, like, showing off their... I just hate that. That's so stupid. <laughs> and then the, they do And then, then they're like, ooh, the Avengers. Boo. Yeah, because... They're all mad at them. Yeah, and then... I don't but know. then I guess they're like, Avengers, yay again. So... Yeah... And I, I was sort of... I don't really know what it is. Apparently, you can play it as single player, but... I don't you know. don't have to... Why did they show so little? And I did hear... Again, I showed... Um, I heard on the same podcast, an IGN podcast, they were talking about how they went backstage and and, and played some of the Avenger, like the, um, uh, the, the one-player game, like on the bridge. And they were saying it was quite good like it played quite well and but the biggest mystery was why didn't they show any of this people would be excited for it it seems to be the big question from the c3 yeah why why, didn't they show it why'd they show so little um so i don't have to i I wish i had more to say about that but i just don't and i'm not particularly excited for it so until we see more i'm kind of reserving judgment in a way but in another way i'm kind of expecting the worst Uh, it's not out for another year so yeah we'll see what happens yeah Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough of Square Enix for me. I don't, I have nothing. I'm sorry. I have nothing to say about Final Fantasy. I've never played any of those games, and I don't intend to. Yeah, that's well, pretty much Final all Fantasy Eight remake. People are excited. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ubisoft. Watch Dogs Three. That's literally the only thing I've written down here. I don't think and, there was anything else that uh, got me excited. I mean, there was some stuff for. Uh, Tom Rainbow Clancy. Six. So much Tom Clancy. Yeah. It all just melted. It just sort of merged into one thing for me. I didn't even know. There's Ghost Recon, Recon Breakpoint, but isn't Ghost Recon also a Tom Clancy? Isn't that under that umbrella too? Yeah, it is. I but think. they don't have it on there anymore. I guess they're just... 
Maybe they thought having two titles would be a bit much. Doesn't one of them have zombies in them now? Um, Did Tom Clancy write about zombies? No, but there's the Rainbow Six Quarantine, which has like... I assume it's going to be based off the little timed event where it's like alien zombie things and you kill them. Okay. I guess. And they're adding like basically James Bond to Rainbow Six Siege. So James... Okay. He's not actually James, but he's like... An MI6 agent in a tux, and he has, like, a cool watch gadget thing, and he has a little pistol, so... I really zoned out through most of this, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Other than Watch Dogs, not, nothing really interesting. Well, speaking of Watch Dogs, I thought it looked really cool. And it was yeah. one of those things where... Because I played the first Watch Dogs, and I didn't really like it very much, and I stopped playing it pretty early on. Um, and I never bothered with Watch Dogs 2, but apparently that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Watch Dogs 2. Um, so... Yeah, I wasn't expecting much with Watch Dogs 3. And the first time I saw the trailer, I thought, well, that hasn't really gotten me interested in Watch Dogs. But then, I don't know why, I watched it again, and I was like, hey, this looks pretty good. I I wasn't a fan of the quippy dialogue and that guy at the start, you know, like, this is London, greatest city in the world. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) But um, uh, by the end, I was like, this looks really cool. So I'm kind of leaning towards getting it. To be completely honest, yeah, I want to see more gameplay of it. I think well, there is actually a bit out, but you know, it's not out till next year. So, yeah, because there's that whole mechanic about you know pretty much anyone being the yeah you can swap yeah. between characters. Yeah, and the big yeah. one's the old lady, which I can't, I'm trying to think what other games you play as an old lady in. Um, not know. many, and not many where you can go around like headbutting security guards. As an yeah. Old lady. I just thought it looked cool, so yeah. Um, yeah, I might, I might actually get this one, and I like it being set in London. That's pretty cool. Yeah, set the next one in Melbourne. That'd be great. Yeah, we haven't really... got an open world Melbourne game yet. No, why we not? should. We definitely should, yeah. especially instead of something stupid like Sydney. Yeah, because like, then you, you couldn't know, play the game. They at would night. definitely <laughs> set it in Sydney, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, that's all I have to say about that. Now, Nintendo. No. Yes. The one you were very excited for. I was so excited for this, Damien. And I have to say, I was... Well, I remember saying I was excited, but I was also prepared to be let down. And mm. I'd say I was more, more, pretty much let down. Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, it wasn't... I don't know. I'm not going to say it was the worst one of the show, but I probably given my expectations or you know what could be... When it comes to Nintendo E3 presentations, uh, I definitely was very underwhelmed, and I was left not feeling very excited about anything really. But we'll st- I'll still mention the main things that were that were um, uh, trotted out. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Now we already knew this was coming, but yeah. uh, we knew we'd see a lot more of it. I thought what we saw was pretty good, pretty encouraging. Yeah. Um, did you play Luigi's Mansion the original? Yeah, I didn't play number two though. No, I didn't play number two. Number two was on the 3DS only, wasn't yeah. it? So I didn't really, I don't really like those sorts of consoles. But yeah, Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube, I quite enjoyed. Um, but it's not, you know, when I think of Nintendo franchises and you know all the great ones they have, Luigi's Mansion doesn't immediately come to no. mind. It's good, but there's better out there. So the, the fact that they're making a new one, you know, that's great. I'll probably get it. I probably will, but I'm not that excited for it. I might not get it in the end, depending on what else I'm yeah. doing at the time. So. But look, it looked fun. I like the Gooigi thing, yeah. and um, the graphics look cool, and the the, the level design looked cool. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fun game. It just looks like it'll be like a nice, fun time without yeah. too many 
dramas. Not too much stress. Not too much stress, yeah. I, I'm sure it'll be decent, um, but, you know, I'm not that excited for it. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's a lot of people's reaction. Um, Animal Crossing. Now, I, I know some people are probably going nuts over this, but uh, I've never played any Animal Crossing games, and it's just not my kind of game, so yeah. I won't I think, touch Was it, it delayed personally. as well? Yeah, well, yeah, delayed to 2020. Yeah, and um, people are... I think people expected it as well. Yeah. Um, so, what was that noise you made? Oh, sorry, it's, we can't go right by without like coming back It's like people being grumpy. Just go... Yeah, okay. It's a grumpy sound. Okay, it's an odd grumpy sound. Okay. Um, all right, so, yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about Animal Crossing, I'm sorry. Uh, it's on an island, yeah. Um, you build the whole town from mm. scratch rather than going into a new town. There's auto-saves now. That just seems more like annoying work to me, but that's because mm. it's not my kind of you game. You can customise your villages now. I really don't like the art style of Animal Crossing. It, the, just, looks, it just looks so shoddy and the big, dreary the big and wide boring. heads. Yeah, I just... And the stubby arms. It looks like it belongs on the 64 or something. Like, mm. I don't know. I think the first one was on GameCube. Was it? There I you think go. so. Yeah, it's just not my thing. But, you know, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm sure it'll be very good for what it is. Um, Link's Awakening. Uh, again, we already knew about this, but looks all right. Not a big fan of the top-down no. 2D Zelda, but the art style looks cool. And uh, you know, Zelda games are always good, so I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll be good for for what it is. Yeah. Um, if yeah. it's not good, then that'd be sad. I don't think there's ever been a bad Zelda game, has there? Not made by Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Important enough. qualifier. <laughs> Um, now they, big, well, people are talking about this as like it's a big surprise, but they announced a new Zelda, a Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. I, look, I'm sure like, I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet, somehow. I will play it probably soon. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's supposed to be amazing. So I'm sure if I had already played Breath of the Wild, I'd probably be more excited for this, but is this a surprise? They always bring out new Zelda games. I don't know why everyone's so shocked and, and going nuts that they're making another Breath of the Wild game. But yeah. I think the the fact that they're obviously going down a darker sort of um, path and kind of like Majora's Mask, you know, going down that yeah. weird kind of path that that went, went down. And a lot of people haven't seen that for a while. So maybe that's why this has gotten quite a bit of um, hype. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, um, the reason they made a sequel was because they had too many ideas for DLC. So yes, so, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So that that bodes well, at least. Yeah, I guess. Like, there's a lot of stuff they want to do with it and try out. And yeah. yep, yep. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I will look. I'm sure I'll play it, but I got to play Breath of the Wild first. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get around to it now. Uh, two Super Smash Brothers characters. We knew there were going to be Super Smash Brothers characters. Oh, yeah. The fact that they did two, that's pretty cool. Now, first one was the hero from the Golden something games. Yeah. Obviously, I know nothing about yeah, the characters. Know. I remember seeing them and I thought, oh, that looks like Android 17. <laughs> Is that what you thought? It's not, I just thought, like, I don't know. I mean, know I knew who it wasn't. But I was just like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I was like, Android 17. That's Imagine weird. they put Android 17. <laughs> That'd be really random. Instead of any other DVD But the fact that he was on a horse with a sword, oh, that was obviously not Android 17. But, um, yeah, uh, God, that would have been really random, wouldn't it? I would have loved that. Just Android 17. <laughs> I don't know it. Um, yeah, he. I, I, what, what game series is it from? I'm not sure. Yeah, I didn't care about it. I was like, well. <laughs> You know, but one of the things about Smash Brothers is that it does 
fine characters from all sorts of different series that all sorts of people like. So whilst I don't like the series myself, um, I don't know anything about it, um, it is good for people who do like that sort of series. Have you been yeah. able to look it up? Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about Dragon Quest. Yeah, it really does look like Android 17 with he a does. sword. Yeah. Um, then the other one was Banjo yes. and Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, that was long awaited. I think people really went nuts for that because he's been a requested one for so long. Yeah. Um, he's, so yeah, he's finally there. Finally there. Everyone yeah. is here. Now, I have to admit, I never played Banjo-Kazooie. Really? I don't know why, just never... It's just one of those ones that just passed me by. I'm not going to go back and play it now. No, it's one of those old collector-thons. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. But people that have played that game love it. Yeah. They talk about how fantastic it is. So, um, I can't get too excited about it because I don't have any nostalgia for that character. But I don't know. Why don't they make them rare? Rares at Microsoft. That's why they yeah. don't make it anymore. <laughs> Um, apparently they made nuts and bolts and yeah. people hated that. It was not, not very good. Yeah. So I can't say I'm too excited for either of those reveals, but that's how it is. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Now we already had a big direct for it. So really close to E3 too. So that's where they revealed yeah, it was like most the week of the before. stuff. Yeah. So I don't even know why they bothered. Yeah. There was some more it, gameplay out there now, but that's about it. Now you can, now one, one thing that I kind of liked about, um, Let's go, Eevee and Pikachu was that you could see the Pokemon walking around. Now, this one initially looked like you couldn't do that, but I think you can, can't you? You can see I the Pokemon so. walking around in the bushes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. The The open world looks cool. Um, I like how... What, what's it based on again? Because they're all um, based on... England. Sea, England. Just the big open country fields look really cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, I'm not going to get it, but it, it looks like a a decent entry into that series. Yeah, apparently now you can't bring all your Pokemon from all the old games into it, and people are pretty upset about that. But at the same time, that doesn't it had me. to stop eventually. Yeah. You How many Pokemon keep are we anymore? up to now? There's over a thousand now, aren't there? Probably. Oh, Jesus. Or in the high hundreds, definitely. Yeah. Like, I can't keep up anymore. There's just too many. To Isn't keep. there one that's like a stick? Probably. I mean, I forgot his name, but I really like the one who... um dresses up as Pikachu so people will love it. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's because under its like Pikachu cost, it's like terrifying. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you never see what it really looks no. like. No. <laughs> okay. That's kind of cool. Um, now, uh, the other one, this is um, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Probably should have seen this coming considering the upcoming Olympic Games, although the Olympics is not something that's at the forefront of my mind. No. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the first one was pretty ordinary. Um, was there a bit more than one? More than one Sonic at the Mario and Sonic. I think there was I an assume, a, a winter one as well. I, I assume so. Yeah, uh, I don't really remember. I remember the first one. Yeah. Now it's about it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Don't have much to say about that. That looks pretty ordinary. Um, that's kind of it. That's all I have to say from Nintendo. There was so much stuff there that I had no idea what it was and I didn't know, yeah. I didn't care about it. There's some Netflix tie-in game. Yeah, I don't, the Witcher 3 is coming to Switch. Yeah, but... Resident Evil 5 and 6 are coming on a Switch. Yeah, yeah, games that have already come out. There was nothing surprising or new, oh, apart from Mario and Sonic at the at the bloody Olympic Games. That's it. Like, 
Luigi's Mansion 3, we already knew about it. Animal Crossing, we already knew about it. Link's Awakening, we already knew about it. The New Zelda, we already knew about it. Banjo uh, and the Hero, okay, they were new, but we knew that we were going to get Smash Brothers characters. Pokemon Sword and Shield. It just it was full of stuff that we already knew. Like I would have loved for them to have just shown off one thing that we didn't know. Like, yeah. you know, like a new thing that, whoa, like, we didn't know that was coming out. Like F-Zero. <laughs> yeah, well, I, to be honest, I knew that wasn't going to happen. But, or Snowboard Kids. Or Snowboard Kids. That was another one. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I was really disappointed by the Nintendo Direct. I um, I was very flat after seeing it. And, in fact, like, I remember getting really bored in the middle. And it was kind of that sinking feeling where you're like, well, I know this is wrapping up and so far I'm so underwhelmed. So, I know no. it's kind of not going to be for me. So, I don't know. Hopefully, the next one will be better. But, yeah, this was not the E3, certainly for me. But, you know, what I'm surprised is that most... This has actually been received as quite well. I was, I was watching a few... Um, YouTubers afterwards, a lot of them were saying that hey, Nintendo kind of had the best conference. I just can't. I don't know how you could say that. Like I thought, no, it was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, say that. that at all. I thought it was one of the worst. But yeah, um, a lot of people really liked it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, now there there are a few other games that I'm not exactly sure what they are attached to in terms of um, conferences or developers. But just a few other games that looked kind of cool to me. Um, first one is Maneater. Yep, that now, was at the PC gaming show. Okay, yeah. uh, that's one where you play as a shark and you go around killing people yeah. and animals. Now there was a game called Hungry Shark on. Um, on it's a phone iPhone game. It's probably still around, and uh, that's really simple. You just go around eating people, and it gets kind of boring after like I don't know, like five minutes um but it's sort of fun for that five minutes and i thought initially i had heard of this game and i thought because there's that whole awkward e3 moment yeah 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 um awkward e3 moments are so good please youtube those if you haven't um the anyway but this actually looks like it's it's like a big not i don't know how big it is but it's like an actual open world game and yeah and it's it's, like an rpg like level up your shark that's right and while you're playing you're being narrated by i think one of the guys who plays archer in that tv series oh yeah yeah and he starts telling like talking about facts about great white sharks and and different things and he kind of points me like great white sharks tend to jump up in the air to to you know they leap out of the water to 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 attack their prey like oh i'll try that you know and then of course you can leap out of the water so that looks kind of cool, and uh, and yeah, you can full on like level up and like change the way your shark looks. Yeah, and they're all like alpha kind of predators in the area. Like, yeah, like one of them's the um, alligator or whatever. alligator. I think when you start off, you're a pretty little shark, and one of them's like a giant fish thing. And then at, at some point, it's like a, a giant killer whale or like a sperm whale or something like that. So. Yeah, there's um really f- like fledged out. It looks pretty like involved and cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, and the graphics look good. It's got a cool little art style. So uh, I'm really interested in that. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Man Eater, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed you gameplay footage yeah. of it. Yeah, and it looked. I was like, I didn't think it'd be so like involved. It kind of reminded me of that old Jaws game on like the PS2 Xbox era. Yeah, um, that was. Pretty ordinary, I think. Yeah. This looks like a much, much better version of yeah. that. Yeah. So, I thought it looked cool. Now, the other one um, was uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology. The first one being Man of Medan. So, these are the same guys that... The Supermassive Games, they made Until Dawn, which yeah. is kind of like... A, um, the way that plays is it's sort of like a, one of those... 
What's the name of that studio? Telltale. Tell, no, not Telltale. The guys that made like Heavy Rain and oh, um, um, Quantic Dream. That's it, David Cage. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's basically Until Dawn is like a horror film where you get to control the characters and uh, make decisions for them, and depending on what decisions you make, will affect the outcome of the game and who gets killed off and things like that. And that was a really cool sort of slasher <laughs> film that. Um, I, I a slasher film game that I really liked. I only just kind of played it recently and really enjoyed it. So the idea that they're making another one is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, this one, the first, they, I think they're making about six of them. And this oh wow! Is the first, yeah, because it's a Dark Pictures anthology. So this first one is set on some ship and there's ghosts or something. Oh, a ghost ship! <clears throat> yeah, so that looks pretty cool to me. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and the other thing that now you introduced me to this. Um, as I knew nothing about it, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodline Two. Yes, now it's quite um, a name. <laughs> yeah, a long name. Um, maybe you explain this a bit more and the background behind it. Sure. Uh, well, so the first Vampire the Masquerade Bloodline um, came out, I think, about two thousand four, and it's a very, very well loved, um, you know, RPG, kind of in a similar vein, maybe to something like the older Fallout's. Kind of, if you're familiar with those, although if you're familiar with those, you're probably familiar with this. Basically, you play as a vampire, and you go around the city doing vampire things, and then, um, like, it's a, a lot of it is those old-school RPG elements, you know, using different skills and talking and combat to kind of, you know, role-play as this character through this world. And, um, yeah, they re- announced it pretty recently, and, you know, everyone's going crazy for it, and I'm going pretty crazy for it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I remember in the first game, one of the cool things was you could, like different races of vampires. I'm not sure if that's in this one. Yeah, I think it is. Is yeah. it? Yeah, and one of them was the Nosferatu. So it's based off the old Nosferatu vampire. Yeah. And um, so it's like you have to play the game very differently because you're not allowed to go up onto the surface. You have to play through the sewer kind of thing. And like it's like a lot of that kind of like really deep w- world building and character interaction, all that. And you know, there was some gameplay out of it. It looked pretty interesting, I'd yeah. say. Combat was a bit wonky. Um, well, I didn't know anything about it until... Because we were kind of um, scrolling through some of the gameplay videos. And you're like, oh, Bloodlines, um, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Like, I don't know if you said the whole title. <laughs> like, let's look at that. And I was like, okay, I didn't know what it was. And there was something about the whole thing. Like, okay, so you're this vampire and you're running around this kind of half-abandoned kind of looking city. It's not abandoned at all, but... There's just not many people around, and it's night time, and you go to this nightclub, and you can dance, and then oh, you go right. up and you talk to someone, and she tells you to find this guy, and then you kind of rummaging around. It's just this really cool open world that's like kind of like a underworldy kind of yeah. nightclubby kind of scummy kind of lots of kind of um, dilapidated uh, kind dilap- of thing. yeah yeah. So uh, there's something about it really kind of captured my interest and it, although i must say the combat in it looked awful yeah and the the whilst the the scenery looked great some of the graphics on the characters spatial animations in particular yeah didn't look too good they look like they were from a few years ago so there's that but uh you know it's still got a little while till it actually is released i think it's a more of a low budget sort of game yeah. isn't it so yeah i i like the whole story behind it like in terms of the development like that it's got this real cult following and it's taken a while for a sequel to come out and 
there's a lot of people really love it. So uh, I think I'm definitely going to get it. Actually, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, if you haven't haven't checked it out, and a lot of people probably don't know about it, um, please do. Like look it up on YouTube and check out that. However many I think it's like 20 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, um, looks really interesting to me. So yeah, I'm kind of. I I've, I said at the start of the show I'm not really in open worlds generally, but I'm kind of getting into it a bit more as I'm getting yeah. into games. Like for a long time, I sort of put video games down. I didn't play much, but just over the last couple of years, I've started really getting into it again. And I think this this looks like a really good open world game. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was um, not for vampires, but another similar open world. RPG game because there was a few of those. It was that Cyberpunk and this one, The Outer Worlds. Yep. Which um, I don't think there was any more gameplay, but there was a new trailer for it. I'm looking pretty forward, looking pretty forward to that. Is that that sounds wrong? Anyway, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah, I knew what I meant too, but I didn't know how to say it. Now, uh, that's just developed sh- by Obsidian, who yep. did um, Fallout New Vegas and Ooh. South Park: The Stick of Truth. Okay, two yeah. pretty good. Um Pretty good RPGs. RPGs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, now, I just want to mention two big things that weren't at E3 um, that a lot of people expected. We never, we didn't see anything of that Harry Potter game that nope. supposed the magic begins or whatever yep. it is. Um, I have a feeling that is just never going to get made and will quickly be long forgotten. Yeah. Um, something about it, just in the, in the way it was leaked, made it seem like it wasn't ready i mean like it wasn't really it was more of a test rather than an actual yeah game that was being made so i i might be wrong i hope i'm wrong but i feel like that probably will never come out yeah i mean some you know or sometimes the leaks re get you know get some popularity into it and then it can bring a project back like the original deadpool movie yeah. there's that leak for that and then everyone loved it so then fox was like let's make it yeah so, but I didn't think there was a big enough reaction to justify that. Probably not. Yeah. Um, and the other one was a new Splinter Cell. I think yeah. people were really kind of expecting a new Splinter Cell and we didn't get it. There was a game with Sam Fisher in it, but it wasn't Splinter Cell. So, well. um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really care that much. I wasn't really looking forward to it that much. But, uh, yeah, just we didn't see that. So, mm-hmm. another thing. So... Yeah, there goes another E3. Uh, a pretty good one, I would say. I, say I, I enjoyed it. Who was your personal winner? Oh, Microsoft. Microsoft Easy. by far. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably say the same thing. So many good games coming out. Yeah. I think um, I think it was Jim Sterling. He said the biggest winner of E3 is 2020. Yeah. Because just most of the big announcements are 2020. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. He, I think he's right, rather. Yeah, uh, so... There you go. Jeez, that was a pretty long E3 discussion. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it was warranted because that there was a lot and E3's massive and Yeah. yeah I'd I, say probably one of the better ones, I think. Yeah, in the last I few really years. enjoyed it. Hmm. Okay, Damien, well now it's time for our now weekly segment, our Rotten Tomatoes game. Yes. So the way this works, if you haven't listened to any of our shows before, is that um Damien's going to name a movie and give me the tomato score for that film from Rotten Tomatoes and uh, name a second film and I have to guess whether or not it has a lower or higher score and we just keep going on like that. Now, the top score, not that we're really taking much note of this, but um, Damien once scored 6 out of 10 and that's the record at this point. Yes, and before that we both scored 5. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Okay, so now, so it's my turn this week. Yeah, okay, so what's your theme? 
I did with um, New Child's Play coming out. Ooh, okay. I went with slasher films. Oh, I love the slasher films. Yes. Okay, this will be good. Uh, yeah. All right, so first one we'll do is Friday the 13th, 1980. Ooh, okay. Versus Saw from 2004. Ooh. Okay. Um... I'm going to say Friday the 13th had the higher tomato score. Okay. And you would be correct. Yeah. With 63% for Friday the 13th yeah. and Saw at 49%. Oh, okay. Yeah. I th- I figured because Friday the 13th is kind of like a... I mean, it's not even really a great film. It's amazing that it's spawned so many sequels. No, and I was, looking so through, I was looking through a lot of these films. Like, the Friday the 13th franchise kind of started off in a weird spot and ended in a stranger spot for it i would say yeah because like jason isn't really in his iconic get up until really in the third film yeah you're right so, um have you seen all those films not all i've seen a few i've seen I, every one of them and the one i remember the most is freddy versus jason yeah that that's a really good film i i saw that very recently i i love that actually um I think that might be the best one. I, I can't think of any... The other ones are all pretty ordinary. If you're in the right kind of mood, like, all right, but... Yeah. yeah. Isn't there one reason Manhattan? Oh, yeah. And it punches a guy's head off into a dumpster. Yeah, Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason <laughs> takes Manhattan. Oh, it's called Jason. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He oh. punches the guy's head off. All right, then. Uh, all right, okay. We'll yep. move on to the next one. So then we have Saw. Yep. Right? Versus Leprechaun. Oh, come on. Um... What was Saw's tomato score? Like 49? 49. Okay. That has to be higher than Leprechaun. You would correct that. 20, yeah. 23% for Yeah, Leprechaun. Leprechaun, come on. Yeah. Hey, I, oh, no, I mentioned Leprechaun in the hood in my last Oh, one, I should have done that one, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> a real iconic one. Oh, then the next one is Wrong Turn from 2003. Okay, Ooh, okay. well, just mentioned before, Leprechaun, I think, is the best film that Jennifer Aniston has been in. Wow. I mean, I don't know what else she's been in. She was in Horrible Bosses. I didn't really like that movie very much. Um, it's in that one about the breakup thing. That sounds pretty ordinary, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to say Leprechaun's the best okay. film. How interesting, all these years later, that was the top <laughs> of it. No, it wasn't the top of her career. But in my eyes, it was, because I don't like Friends. Well, you know, her and the rest of the Friends cast makes, like, a few million each year off residuals from Friends. Gosh. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. That's. A, I want a few million every year for doing nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> That'd be all right. That would be all right. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. So, Wrong Turn, 2003. I never saw that film. Um, I remember one time... Sorry, I tend to let you go off track here. That's good. But I remember a friend of mine, just in conversation, said, Oh, um, have you seen Wrong Turn 4? And I was like, no. <laughs> Has anyone seen Wrong Turn? <laughs> you can't just bring that movie up like it's a... Like, like of course. Like... Like, uh, oh, have you seen Terminator 2? Like, or have you seen Alien? Or have you seen James Bond? Like, yeah, okay, but Wrong Turn 4. Um, yeah, they, they made a remake, apparently, of Wrong Turn. I think it's either this year or next year it's coming out. Who are these people that want <laughs> to see Wrong Turn? Okay, um, okay, I'm going to say higher than Leprechauns. Higher? Okay. You'd be right at 40%. Good stuff. I'm going to... So, how many have I got right? Three? Three. Okay. Three well. for three. Remember that... Now, last time I was guessing here, I got the first five right and the next five wrong. Yeah. No. So, okay. We'll see. Next one is Scream. 1996. Oh. What was the... Percent? 40%. Oh, it has to be higher than that. Scream's a really good film. Yeah, it is. And it has a high score too at 79%. Good stuff. I'm on four. Okay. Well. okay. So, I love that. It's one of my all-time faves, actually. 
Scream. Scream. That is an it excellent is pretty film. Good. Now, I don't like any of the sequels. I think all Not the sequels. Not even Scream Two. No. Okay. People, pe- that is so overrated, Scream 2. Yeah. I don't I know say, why a lot of people have like sympathy so for Scream 2. I don't know why. It's really not a very good okay. film. There's a, um, I always thought that Dewey looks a lot like... Listeners aren't going to know who this is, but Our Uncle Vlad, I think, looks a lot like Dewey. <laughs> no? I, I, I can kind of see it. O- I Officer I Dewey is my favourite character. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, don't really, I don't entirely remember what he looks like. <laughs> I love Dewey. We've got to look up a picture of him. We should. Him. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Next one is Child's Play. Oh, the from, original? Yeah, from 88. Not a great film. Um, I'm going to say lower. Lower? 67%. So, so I got not, that right. Yeah, not that much lower, though. No, yeah, I, I, that I doesn't thought it'd really be surprise me. That is not a very good film. I, Yeah, it's funny, the Child's Play series, because it's like the first one is pretty ordinary. The second one is worse. The third one is shocking. <laughs> really really bad and all of a sudden it just realizes how ridiculous it is and starts kind of taking the mickey out of itself and then the fourth one's really good the fifth one a lot of people hate seed of chucky i actually really like it so i think it's really good and then um the last three of i think have all been reasonably reviewed so like it's it's kind of gone yeah. got to the fourth one before it started getting any and good. realized like oh it's a movie about a killer doll yeah <laughs> Okay, so is that five we've got That's right? five for five okay. so far. All right, child's play. Um, the next one is Halloween 2018. Oh, I reckon that's got a pretty low. So I never saw it, but apparently it was pretty ordinary. I don't, I'm not a fan of Rob Zombie. I'm going to say lower. Lower? It has 79%. Oh. History's repeating itself. It really is. Okay, all right. Oh, who? Okay, all right. I haven't seen it, so I can't yeah. say too much. Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. Ooh, has to be higher. Has to be. What's the Rob Zombie one? Seventy-nine. John Carpenter's Halloween, the original yeah. one. Yes. No way is that lower than seventy-nine. Okay. And you'd be right because it has ninety-five percent. Yeah, I thought so. I don't even really like it, but that's considered a classic. So yeah, okay. So I'm on six. <gasps> I've equaled your top score. Yes. Let's see if you can keep it going with a Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, nineteen eighty-four. That's got to be lower. It is lower. Yeah. Do you want to guess what the score is? Eighty-two. Ninety-four. Oh it's wow! One percent lower. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's not that good. Maybe at the time it was yeah. kind of. It was very probably unique at the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm I'm now the the king of this game. With you seven. are. Okay. You, you can keep your score going. That can I just that Nightmare on Elm Street is a shocking series. Like that gets <laughs> so bad so quick. The fourth one is one of my I think one of the worst films. Fourth and fifth are two of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Really up there. Okay. All right. I, it was obviously a different time where they just kept making. Poop after poop. No, they've stopped making them now. Yeah. Okay. Finally. <laughs> yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Ooh. Oh. The one that's one of my all-time favorites, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's lower, though. 94 is pretty high. It is. And it is at 88%. On eight. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Toby Hooper. Do you know, I watched... Texas Chainsaw. The first time I watched that film, very long time ago, I really didn't like it and I didn't get it. I watched it again only a couple of years ago 
um, and I watched it and I loved it and I thought whoa like now I kind of see why everyone loves this film so much like it really is pretty special and it just so happened in a very strange coincidence that Toby Hooper in real life died almost at the same time as I was watching this film I I remember straight away I I sort of went on the internet to watch some people talk about the film you know I like to do that and I was like Toby Hooper has just died that is insane wow yeah Maybe he died so you could enjoy it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He died for my sin of watching it the first time. I think I definitely enjoyed it the second time I saw it. It's a pretty good film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But is it a better film (laughs) rated critically than Psycho from 1960? No, definitely not. Psycho would easily have a much higher score. You'd be right. 97%. 97%. Yeah. Okay. Is that all of them? That's all of them. I scored nine, Damien. You did. You're going to be... Up It'd be hard for me to beat that. to beat that. No, I like uh, my you, slasher film. You really do. Psycho is one of my all-time favourites too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make sure to pick some ones you liked. Didn't pick Leprechaun in the Hood though. No. Which is, you know, I think, everyone's favourite slasher film. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> God, I will see that one day. Will you? Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't. Ha- you know, You don't have to. No one will think less of you for not seeing it. Yeah, but I still want to see it one day. I'll watch all those Leprechaun films. Okay. You, I'm just saying, you really don't have to. i tell you what series I don't have to and I never will is Children of the Corn. You know there's like seven or eight Children really? of the Corn films? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've seen six. I've seen one, which is an okay horror film. Yeah. And six, which is... It's actually called Children of the Corn 666. Ooh. Isaac's Return. Oh. Isaac, Isaac was the one of the main baddies in the first one. He was fantastic, actually, Isaac, in the first one. Mm. He's this real kind of like... He's very unusual because he's a kid, but he has the mannerisms of like a 50-year-old man. Okay. That does sound pretty uneven, unnerving. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a, not a big fan of... Um, Children of the Corn. I'll never, I'll never go back and watch that. Apparently, they're all bad. It's the only. There's a podcast called Now Playing where they do film series. You're a big fan of. Um, that is the only series that has not received one recommend from anyone. Wow, not Any even the, the first host, one. Not even the first one. Not recommend for every single one of those films. Wow, and there's seven of them. Seven, I th- at least seven. There might be a sixth. Yeah. Well, like what? Like what point were they like? Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. I guess when they just started losing money on it, I guess. I suppose. Hmm. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Damien. I think that wraps up another installment of the Movie Lab. I would Thanks say for so. listening. Now, oh, shout out to... I should have done this at the start of the show. I'll do it at the start of the next show. Shout out to our Radio Carom listeners. We've got um, a few that listen via Radio Carom. Um, we need to get this on iTunes in another format as well. But yeah, uh, Radio Carom is really good. Um, that we, I've had a few shows on that. We had Hawthorne Obsession... And we've had we've been doing the movie lab for a little while now. Um, yeah, a few years really. We've just started with. We the new reboot pod. it like every year, but you know. Well, not every year, but like this year we're going pretty well. Well, we, we've rebooted it again with our. That's why we're up to episode nine. But this is our new format. Um, so we've got old stuff as well. It's all on SoundCloud. Um, we've got a Twitter account which we I seldom use, and our Facebook account which is it's got all our stuff there. But we I don't I'm not really on it very much. But, uh, yeah, so thank you for listening to us via Radio Caram or whatever other means you listen to us through. Um, 
and yeah, that's all we had to talk about today. So we'll be back next week to talk more films, I think. We've been talking games a lot recently, but I, partly because there's just been so much rubbish out at the cinemas. I think yeah. Men in Black, that's supposed to be rubbish. Um, Dark Phoenix, supposed to be rubbish. <laughs> it's been, really, there's not been a lot of motivation to go to the movies. Yeah, a bit of a rubbish year. But, you know, there are a few titles coming out in the second half of the year that look pretty good, so hopefully we'll have a bit more to talk about. Yeah, hopefully. Midsummer. Ooh, that'll be good. Is that coming out during summer? No. 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 Really missed an opportunity there. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, well. Maybe it isn't. You, no, it's not. No. no. Okay. All right. Okay, let's leave it at that. Okay. All right, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.